Buenos dias world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Republican lawmakers clash with Attorney General. Fed keeps rates unchanged and signals fiscal optimism. And Zelensky addresses UN amid protest from Russia. It's Thursday, September 21. I'm Anthony Davis. House Republicans clashed with Attorney General Merrick Garland on Wednesday, accusing him and the Justice Department of the weaponization of the department's work in favor of President Joe Biden's son Hunter. Garland's appearance before the House Judiciary Committee was his first in two years and came at an unprecedented moment in the department's history. He's overseeing two cases against disgraced former President Donald Trump, the first former president to face criminal charges, and another against the sitting president's son. Republicans on the committee, led by Chairman Jim Jordan of Ohio, set the tone with accusations that the Justice Department is favouring the Biden family while targeting his likely 2024 opponent. Garland carefully and deliberately defended the country's largest law enforcement agency of more than 115,000 employees at a time when political and physical threats against agents and their families are on the rise. Our job is not to take orders from the president, from Congress or from anyone else about who or what to criminally investigate, the Attorney General said. I am not the president's lawyer. I will also add that I am not Congress's prosecutor. The Justice Department works for the American people. Garland's testimony came just over a week after House Speaker Kevin McCarthy launched an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, with a special focus on the Justice Department's handling of Hunter Biden's case. The White House has dismissed the impeachment inquiry as baseless and has worked to focus the conversation on policy instead. The Federal Reserve left its benchmark interest rate unchanged yesterday for the second time in its past three meetings, a sign that it's moderating its fight against inflation as price pressures have eased. The Fed's policymakers also signalled they expect to raise rates once more this year and envision their key rate staying higher in 2024 than most analysts expected. But as their latest policy meeting ended, the 19 members of the Fed's rate-setting committee conveyed growing optimism that they will manage to slow inflation to their 2% target without causing the deep recession that many economists had feared. It's a hopeful scenario that economists call a soft landing. In a set of new quarterly projections, the policymakers showed that they expect faster economic growth and lower unemployment this year and next year than they had foreseen just three months ago. Even with solid growth in sight, they also think inflation will continue to cool. 
The Fed's latest decision kept its benchmark rate at about 5.4%, the result of the 11 rate increases it unleashed beginning in March 2022. Those rapid hikes, Jerome Powell said, now allow the central bank to take a more measured approach to its rate policy. In their new quarterly projections, the policymakers estimate that the economy will grow faster this year and next year than they've previously envisioned. They now foresee growth reaching 2.1% this year, up from a 1% forecast in June, and 1.5% next year, up from the previous 1.1% forecast. Core inflation, which excludes volatile food and energy prices and is considered a good predictor of future trends, is now expected to fall to 3.7% by year's end, better than the 3.9% forecast in June. Core inflation, under the Fed's preferred measure, is now 4.2%. The policymakers expect it to drop to 2.6% near their target by the end of next year. It was to be Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's first in-person appearance at a UN Security Council meeting on Moscow's invasion of his country when Russian Ambassador Vasily Nebenzia objected to him taking the floor at the start of the meeting. Albanian Prime Minister Eddie Rama, serving as president of the tenth session, responded with a jibe at Moscow, which has long said the invasion does not amount to a war but a mere special military operation. I want to assure our Russian colleagues and everyone here that this is not a special operation by the Albanian presidency, Rama, known for a piercing sense of humour, said, to muted laughter across the room. There is a solution for this, Rama continued, addressing Nebenzia directly. If you agree, you stop the war and President Zelensky will not take the floor. Nebenzia did not agree. He went on to say the session was a show and criticised Rama for what he said was making politically charged statements rather than acting as a neutral guardian of procedure. After the session, Zelensky thanked Rama on social media, saying the Albanian, who is both an artist and former basketball player, showed the world how to correctly handle Russia, its lies and its hypocrisy. In seeking to justify its invasion, Moscow has said Ukraine's ambitions to integrate with the West, including NATO, pose a threat to Russia's national security, an assertion that Kiev and its allies deny as a baseless pretext to attack. When given the floor after the back and forth, Zelensky asked Russia to be stripped of its veto right as one of the five permanent members of the post-World War II UN Security Council as punishment for attacking Ukraine. Five Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.